Hello everybody and welcome to the Learning Through Play podcast. I'm Sarah, an early childhood teacher, mum of three and wife. I'm also a student in Masters of Education in Cognitive Psychology and you can view my blog at babybrainconnections.com. This is our fourth episode of our Learning Through Play podcast. Today's episode is called Multiple Intelligences. In the last episode, I spoke about how a child's mood can flip their lid. We went through the cognitive processes of the brain so that we can maximise on how to choose the right time for learning. This week, I want to focus on how multiple intelligences pave our learning paths. is multiple intelligences. Howard Gardner's theory of multiple intelligences is described as different modalities in which we learn. I would rather think of it as a spectrum we each sit on. Some people are better at bodily spatial intelligence while others maybe they are great at three intelligences. The fact is that we all have different levels of acquiring knowledge and these intelligences put learning into eight different categories. These eight multiple intelligences are linguistic, logical, musical, spatial, bodily kinesthetic, naturalistic, interpersonal and intrapersonal. The difference between interpersonal and intrapersonal is that intrapersonal means the ability to communicate within your entity, to think deeply and self-reflect and interpret within your inner communication, whilst interpersonal is the ability to communicate between two or more people efficiently. Why do we learn about multiple intelligences? It's all about understanding how we learn individually. Understanding ourselves and what makes up our personality means we can motivate ourselves to learn the way that we find easiest. For example, there's no point trying to teach a child how to count just by looking in a book. Most kids will need hands-on bodily kinesthetic movement to physically move pieces and count with one-to-one correspondence. If I was asked to learn how to build a shelf... Personally, I would need images. I would need YouTube to show how someone has physically built the shelf, while others can simply read the directions and just know. There's a new way of teaching, and it's about putting like-minded students together rather than ability grouping. Eventually, they won't group students into level C or B or A for reading. They will group students into their personality. This is the future of learning. Team projects will have introverts in one group and extroverts in another. It makes sense because an extrovert in an introvert group would take over. They often think they've done everything. When in fact the introvert is thinking quietly, reflecting or making judgments. It can be construed as doing nothing but they can actually be excellent quiet achievers. What I'm trying to say is that in teaching,
teaching as well as parenting, we understand that each child has a different way of thinking. Their knowledge is determined by their intelligences and personality. The best thing we can do is work on their strengths. Understanding that your child works best outdoors, physically playing, can be used to show them how to count with stones on the ground. Or maybe your child likes to watch TV and look at images from books, so counting together while reading can promote learning for them. Once you've figured out what their multiple intelligence is, you can use that as a strategy for learning and motivation. Ask your child, hey, do you want to go for a bushwalk and see how many different types of birds we can find? Counting using naturalistic and bodily kinesthetic. Now ask yourself, what are your multiple intelligences? You can go online and Google multiple intelligence tests for free. You'll probably find you're on a spectrum of all intelligences, but that some are more prominent than others. Personally for me, mine were intrapersonal, logical and musical. So I started using classical music while studying in the background and found it helped me focus on what I'm reading because I find straight reading pages does my head in. I find it boring and without images to show what the writer is trying to explain, I basically won't understand. But if I get to the end of the chapter and it hasn't made sense, I can look up a three minute YouTube clip about the topic and see images that explain that topic. Or I can Google images and see what has been drawn by others. Once you understand your own learning, you'll find that rather than being stuck in frustration trying to understand the information, you can manipulate the way knowledge can be obtained in your multiple intelligence style. This stuff fascinates me. It's almost like understanding how to market knowledge in your own brain. Once we understand that, we can analyse how to help children independently learn. That's a massive metacognitive step, but very necessary. Research has shown that students who understand their own way of thinking significantly show higher results in learning outcomes. Play podcast is a byproduct of our Baby Brain Connections business. Check us out on Instagram and Facebook or visit our website at babybrainconnections.com. My hope is to create a community of parents and educators who want to better understand the metacognitive reasonings behind play. Thank you for listening and supporting our Learning Through Play weekly podcast. Music